Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Hillary, and you can call us... The Garden Tarts. You know, kissing lips and breaking hearts. We have been bestest friends for over 25 years, and we love to talk you too. We've had some super ridiculous adventures, and now this podcast, which is pretty much all opinion with a handful of facts thrown in. Why a YouTube podcast? Because as much as we love talking you two, we know you do too. So sit down, grab a drink, and find us on Instagram and Twitter so we can chat. Hey everyone, welcome to a crazy special episode in honor of St. Patrick's Day! Yay! And we should warn you that while this is a little bit of U2 content, it is mostly Dublin, Ireland content. Yes, and our personal content. Yes, we hope that you can enjoy some of our time there with us, (laughs) revisiting some of our time there, because... Life can be pretty funny sometimes. It can be very funny. Very funny. Before (laughs) we get into that, we should cover our business. Yes. Hey, are you drinking Jameson this evening in honor of St. Patrick's Day? I am drinking Jameson. So am I. That's crazy. What a coincidence. What else would you be drinking on a St. Patrick's Day episode? I mean, unless it was all like Guinness, nothing else makes sense. No. Well, good. Cheers. Cheers. We like clink. I'm gonna clink my microphone. (laughs) That wouldn't sound very graceful. (laughs) Slancha. Slancha. And also I have some some iTunes reviews I wanna read. I've got two fun shout outs. I can't wait to hear them. One is from WRF Hokey. Oh. Who is someone you may recognize. Sounds like somebody from uh, the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Probably. Hokies are the Virginia Tech mascot. Oh, there you go. He's some five sort stars. Of bird or turkey. Gotcha. Great podcast. Love this podcast. It's like a college course on YouTube. A little history, some entertainment, and some great discussions of the music. Keep it coming. Aww. I promise we will. And then this one, remember forever ago when you were like begging for a Maryland listener? Yes. Five stars from Maryland with love. Aww. Here is a fan from Maryland to cross off your wish lists. Such fun listening to your podcast. Can't talk enough about the greatest band, the music, activism, and spirituality. So necessary for our world today. Who else rocks it all? That's from Harriet Z46. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah. People are so nice. They are nice. So today is March 17th, 2020, which happens to be election day here in Ohio. That's exciting. Well, not exciting that they put it on a holiday. Well, that's true, but you can get your voting done in the morning and your partying done at night. Hopefully, or hopefully people voted early. But we thought it'd be fun to recall some of our time in Ireland. How many times have you been... Well, specifically to Dublin. How many times have you been to Dublin over the years? I've been to Dublin four times. The first time was I arrived in 96, a couple days after Christmas, and I left in 97, a few days after New Year's. Which is so weird because I was there like two weeks before you. Yeah, I, I think you got home and then I 
called you. I think we talked on the phone. <gasps> oh my god. And I said, guess what? I'm going. Except I didn't have those plans to go until like a week before I went. It yeah. was really a last minute weird That's on trip. Brand. It's very yeah. on brand for you. Yeah, right. So I have been to Dublin eight times. Oh my god. I know it's crazy. And the first time was fall of 1996. I spent three, three and a half months there. I was living there a student at University College Dublin, which is actually, that campus is actually south of the city center, but they had us living in these brand new flats on the top of Oliver St. John Gogarty's, which is a famous pub in Temple Bar. <laughs> and we were living up there and three days a week, we went to a building on Stevens Green where we had classes. It was actually the same building that James Joyce did some of his schooling in, which is pretty cool. Very and then cool. one day a week, we hopped a bus down the campus. And then on Friday, we were off. Yay. It was an amazing experience. And then the very last time I was there was with you. Yes. November of 2018. Yes. For your birthday. Yes. And that was, our, that was our third time going to Ireland together. It we is, went yeah. in 03 and New Year's 2012 to 2013 and then in 18. Yeah, right. Oh, so I only went one fun. time without you. Well, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again. Oh no, that's not gonna happen again. <laughs> I mean, not if we can help it. Right, but you went there on your honeymoon. I did. We actually didn't spend much time in Dublin. We were there for almost two weeks, but we flew into Dublin, stayed just a few nights, and then we flew out of Shannon. We drove the southern coast. Yeah. Staying in towns, which was amazing. I had not, I had been a little bit out west, but I hadn't done, and a little southeast, but I hadn't done a lot of like Dingle Peninsula and the Ring of Kerry. I had not done those yeah. things. So that was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But those are gorgeous times. And Dublin is fun times. <laughs> Dublin is super fun. Once you do all the tourist stuff, you can just check it all off. And every other time you get to go and just have fun. Yeah, you don't eat. You don't really need to do those things twice. No. no. Some of the stuff I've only done them twice is if I'm like with people. Right. Oh, exactly. And then it's fun to like play tour guide. Right. Yes. Well, should we start off with the elephant in the room? <laughs> yeah, I guess we should. Your experiences with Bono in Dublin. Should we just check? We'll just get the YouTube content Let's right just up. Get right. It. Let's just get it. Yeah. Elephant in the room. Bodnar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this and you're keeping it in there. So we... <laughs> <laughs> I get an email from Jenny today, like topics that we're going to talk about. And in the email, it says, <laughs> it says one of the, the notes was sitting next to Bod <laughs> Bodnar, B-O-D-N-A-R, on in the tea room. This is apparently supposed to be Bono and Ed. I was talking to text while I was walking the dog and was not proofreading. <laughs> but I I said, did you say Bodnar? And then in the next email, I'm like, yes, yes, you did. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then I'm like, well, what is... 
Who was I talking about? I love looking at it right now. B O D N A R. I saw it now. I was actually the talking. B is capitalized. <laughs> yeah, so apparently that's a name. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in 1996, when I was there for school, my parents came to visit for a week. And because we were staying in Temple Bar, they actually stayed at the Clarence, which was relative, I think, relatively new to you two at the time. Actually, I don't know how long they had been owning it. It's a hotel they own in Bono and Edge have in Temple Bar. And there was a really nice restaurant in there at the time called the Tea Room. And we decided to have a nice dinner one night and we sat down and we were right by the door and my seat was actually facing the door and the rest of the restaurant was behind me. And I'm sitting there talking to my parents and all of a sudden, Bottle and Edge walk in and they sit at the table behind me, like literally three feet behind me. And I'm just like, oh fuck. And you're on the wrong side of the table. Yeah, I can't see them. And both my parents are like, do you, do you want to change seats? Do you need to change seats? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I didn't because I didn't want to be noticed. You wanted or, to be cool. Right? Like I wanted to be cool because I knew if I changed seats, it would be for a reason. And that's like not cool, blah, blah, blah. And I have no idea how long we were at that table with them right there. And we, I did not see them again. We left when our dinner was done. Okay, we're going to pause here for a moment because as I was editing this episode, I realized that I missed a crucial moment in the time when Bono and Edge walked into the tea room that did not make it into the original recording. And that was when they walked in the door, Bono was holding a champagne bottle that was easily half the height of him. Like arms around him, below his waist, went up to his nose. This thing was gigantic. I don't have any memory of him handing it off to someone or what happened, but I think it was quite an event because there were smiles and laughter And I just really have this snapshot of seeing him holding this gigantic bottle. And if I could go back in time and find out what this was all about, I would just give anything. So I'm going to keep looking for those time machine keys and see if we can figure that out. Okay, back to the story. Oh my God. My dad actually, I mean, now I know in hindsight, if I had been noticed, like wanting to see them, that maybe someone would have been said hello or something. Yeah. Or maybe It was just the two of them. It was just the two of them. And we actually, on our way back up to the room, my dad stopped at the front desk. (laughs) I remember he's like, is there any way to, and he was really, he was really cute and cool about it. It's like, you know, get maybe a note to some of our famous guests. And they were like, no, like we can't hear. And he's like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) But I had, I was drinking some wine or champagne. Actually, it was like a champagne flute. So I don't know exactly what I was drinking, 
But I had some left afterward. I took it up to my parents' room and we wrapped that thing up and with a washcloth and tissues and toilet paper so I could take it home. (laughs) (laughs) I think it it broke on the way home in my luggage. But I still have a washcloth from that trip. (laughs) So it was so like, I wonder if my parents have any, any memories of sitting next to Bono and Edge at dinner. I don't know. I should ask my dad. When else have you seen Bono in Dublin? So also on that same time I was living there, I went to see a Gavin Friday performance at the Olympia Theater. And I remember very clearly he and Allie were up in like a balcony box because it's like a, it's a theater. Theater. Yeah. So that was cool. I'd still never met him, but that was back in 96. Um, and then I have one other time. Want to hear about the other time? Yeah, I would like to hear that. If our if people have listened, like really listened to our podcast, and they listened to the October one, they heard a little bit of this. It was back. I think it was back in 1999. I happened to get a ride from him. I needed With a ride Bono. from Bono. He wow. Gave me and two of my friends a lift back to where we were staying, and it was a very very surreal moment. But one of my absolute favorite parts was we had to drive past said Olympia Theater that I was just talking about, and a show was letting out. And so it was, the street was packed with cars and also people were just crossing. They were just crossing the street, like not anything in the world. So we were paused and this young lady like fell on the hood of his car. <laughs> like butt over the headlights. Like, I could see her face and, like, her hands planted. (laughs) Like, this was not... She didn't know who was in the car. This was not some kind of tactic. This was a drunk (laughs) girl on the streets of Dublin. And I said, think I said something like, hope someone's not having a good time. I don't know. Everyone laughed. What was his reaction to her falling on the car? I don't remember. I made some funny comments. Probably, like, all in a day's work. Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. <laughs> that poor girl. I wonder how many people have fallen on the hood of his car on accident before. <laughs> how many people have fallen on the hood of his car on purpose? That's the question. We can probably count those. Yeah. I bet you he can count those. I walked past Paul McGinnis once on the street. I did that too. I walked past him on the street once. He was I'm trying not- to get into a bar that was closed. And the door wouldn't open. And it was like a really dramatic, like, I swear, like he put his foot up on the door, like pulling the door. And it's like this, it's like 10 in the morning and this place is clearly not open. I don't know what was going on there, but it was something you'd see in a comic book, you know, in a cartoon or something. That is hilarious. Yeah. There also might be a little bit of that in my imagination, but he really was trying hard to open that door. I've heard you mention that a few times over many years, and that has never changed. No, it, it's got to be the same, because... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you can ask some of the other people I was with, and I'm sure that they would back up my story. So I have a couple elephants. Yeah. It's all the same elephant, basically, in the same room at the same time. <laughs> um, the night we got to Dublin, I think we went into the tea room like we were gonna we didn't have a reservation or anything we were just gonna try to see if we could get a table and apparently they were 
booked for the night. And while we were waiting for them help us and tell us that they were booked, all of a sudden, like, Bono was in the doorway for, like, two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he just was standing there. Like, he was... We've seen this happen before, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> like, he was looking for something to do. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, there's nothing in here. And he kept moving. And we were... I was just like... Like, what is... I'd never seen him before. You I had just no, landed. I had literally just landed. My my luggage was still two days away, probably. Oh, my God. It, I was not dressed to go into the tea room, for sure. <laughs> and it was just like... I mean, literally a split second. Like, I don't know that I was able to process it before someone said, Hey, did you just see Bono? <laughs> I'm like, wow. A couple nights later, we went to... I'm trying to remember the order of events, but it, I guess it really doesn't matter. We were there for New Year's. We were at... I think we went to the kitchen, which was the nightclub that Bono and Edge owned that was connected to uh, the Clarence Hotel. I think we went there, like, pretty much every night that we were yeah. Yeah. in Dublin. But so, one night, we went to the tea room. It was January 2nd. It was one of our friends who we were with. It was her birthday, which also happens to be, apparently, Christy Turlington's birthday. And, you know, she's buddies with Bono and Allie. <laughs> yes. So they threw her this party. She was with Jason Patrick at the time. Mm-hmm. Also, there was Gavin, Bono, Allie, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. And there were a couple other people, but I don't exactly, I don't remember who they were. But anyway, they had this whole table. And so we were, I was sitting at this same table on the other side with my back facing them, which was torturous. And um, I just remember we had told them that it was our friend's birthday and they brought out like a piece of cake, (laughs) like a piece of cake. Yeah. And with her name and happy birthday on the plate and like... nice. Yeah, raspberry something or whatever. And then they come out with this cake that's like a wedding cake, basically, for Christy <laughs> Turlington. And they all sing her happy birthday. And we're just like, yeah, this is this is weird. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Edge was there. And that was the another person that I totally forgot about. But And, I mean, I, like, moved around enough that I saw. I didn't move my seat, but I, you know, looked over and got up to go to the bathroom a couple times. And, uh, yeah saw that they were all there and then we went to the kitchen and apparently they had moved the party to the kitchen and so like we're some song came on that was really super exciting i don't know what it was and it was four of us girls and we're all like run out on the dance floor and we're dancing and then all of a sudden i'm like wait a minute there are like two extra girls here (laughs) dancing with us I'm like, oh my god, that's Allie Houston and Chrissy Turlington. Like, (laughs) what the hell? And I looked down, and Allie had these black shoes with this chunky heel that I wanted to steal. You've been talking about since. I've been talking about these shoes since. On the way home, my flight was into D.C. And I left the airport, and I went to Nordstrom. (laughs) Yeah. And I spent an absolute fortune on the same... I don't know that they were the... They probably weren't the same pair of shoes, but they were... They looked exactly the same. And I have been a 
Allie Houston shoe fan ever ever since since then but they just like walked up to our group and danced with us and I was just like now oh, this is really weird also there is a huge height difference between Christy Tarleton <laughs> and Allie and then all of us um yes big, I believe this big time also I think I went to the bathroom with Christy Turlington as well, I think. But anyway, we were leaving and we're walking back to our hotel. And I think we were at the corner of, I don't know, whatever that block is where the Turk's head is. Yeah. We were right at the corner about to cross the street. And all of a sudden, like, Gavin and some girls walk by. And there's the car and Bono leans out of the car and screams like i just robbed your house (laughs) we're like i don't know what that's about but okay let's just keep on walking crazy things happen in dublin but apparently gavin's house had just been robbed and he had like one of the only copies of pop in his house yeah. But no, but it didn't leak or anything. So it must have been right. either someone didn't know what they had or I don't know where <laughs> they we didn't think it was worth leaking. We didn't have we did, there was guess, no... right? <laughs> where would it have leaked? I guess if it had leaked it wasn't you had to be on torrents or something to And we didn't and that have that then. Thing. We didn't know that. So I mean maybe people made like, you know, bootleg tapes of it but it never it didn't get to uh our shores until after the album came out i guess i don't know because i never saw it we didn't find that out for a very long time after that though we had this i just robbed your house thing in our heads for yeah like what's that about okay yeah and then that's it i think that's i feel like there was one more time on that trip that we saw Bono, but I don't rem- Maybe it was just another one of those he stuck his head in or something. I don't know. Yeah. But Man. that was exciting. I'd never thought about that ever happening before. Right? Like, you show up in his hometown, you don't actually expect to see him. Right. I didn't. Without even trying. No, I made no effort <laughs> at all. I literally walked in the door with the clothes I'd been wearing for two days. And, and boom, he-, he was just there. So I don't know where he went. I mean, I'm thinking he probably went into the octagon or something. But then we just left. Now I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, that probably wasn't a smart move. Yeah. We could have found him. He only had, he could have only gone so far. And the octagon is just the bar across the hall. Yeah. The restaurant. Yes. It's a fabulous bar, which we have many stories. Exactly. So I have one more thing to say about the tea room. Okay. And that is, I had the best dessert of my life there. <laughs> you did, I remember it. I did, and it rhymed. It was thyme-infused creme brulee with mango salad and sorbet. Fascinating. That was so you long ago. I never forget anything. No, that was like 17 years ago. Oh my God. It was yeah. amazing. Not quite 17, but I remember they, like we were the only people in there, I feel like, when we went to dinner that night. There were, it was... Yeah, very empty, and the chef kept sending out stuff to us, like yeah, like little little, tasters. Yeah, this little soup that was like white bean soup that was like one of the best things I've ever eaten, and then something with salmon, which I don't eat salmon, so I guess I don't remember what the stuff was, but I remember little surprises kept showing up. Yeah, it was really really cool. And every time I've been there, when I was there with my parents, it was busy. But every time I've been there since, it was not no busy. 
And it's not the tea room anymore. It's cleaver or something. Ooh, it's I've like never a butcher been term. Yeah, I've never been in there. I haven't eaten in there either. No. No. We had a drink in there last time. Didn't we get a drink? I don't think so. Maybe we walked in and there was no place at the bar. I felt like we had a drink in there, but maybe not. I don't know. We got our free drink that we paid for, our complimentary <laughs> drink that we paid for, which was champagne like five minutes after we got to our room or before. I think we sent our luggage up and got our our free. Yeah, we did. When you make a reservation at the Clarence, you can do all these add-ons and it's a drink, like a welcoming drink or, you know, a fruit tray in your room. I mean, it's so much stuff. And so when we get there, the guy's like, oh, and here's some complimentary drink tickets for you. That we paid for already. Yeah, like we paid for these. No. Yeah. So we went in and got like uh, champagne and then we got, what was it? The fluffy duck. Is that what it was? Yeah, that wasn't, that was another time. I mean, the same trip. Oh, okay. Well, we got something else that night before, because, like, we drank two drinks before we went up to our room, I think. Yeah, and at some point we had something that had coffee in it that was amazing. That fluffy duck, I think, was our last night. Okay. Well, we drank all the drinks that night. Yeah. And then we went to the liquor room, which is next door, that I think was maybe at one point the VIP room at the kitchen. Yeah, it's like mostly walled off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what that room was. It was um, strange. It was really weird. Like they didn't really have tables. It was like they had pillars and wood around the pillars, and you had to make that your little table or whatever. No, like real seats, and it was hot. It was hot, and we paid a fortune for these really weird drinks. I remember mine had some sort of balsamic in it, yeah. which wasn't that great, but I was so excited about that. I forget what mine were, and they were all very interesting. Like, I was glad to have them, but I wouldn't have ordered them again. No, and they were just really, it was really expensive and a really weird place. It's interesting. I'm glad we tried it out. Oh, yeah, me too. So here's another funny story, guys. We, uh, again, it was, this was on our 03 trip where my luggage was lost on that trip too. So I've been there four times and my luggage has been lost <laughs> twice. And Jenny's has been lost once, once, which was on her birthday. And it went to France without her. It sure did. It spent the night in Paris. And Jenny spent the night in Dublin with like no clean underwear. And um, it was winter and freezing cold. Yes. Anyway, first night there, we went to Temple Bar. We just bar hopped around Temple Bar, but I know we went to Temple Bar. We'll get to that part later. And then we went to the Turk's Head and randomly some guy, like we were barely in the bar and this guy just walks in and like goes right up to our garden tart Amanda. Yeah. And says, do you know... Do you know where the gay bar is? I think we did know the answer she to this did. question. She was across the street. So yeah. she said, oh, no, it's right over there. It's called blah, blah, blah. And then she said, I'm sorry, but I don't speak Gaelic. <laughs> Which is really, I mean, the funniest thing ever. Gaelic. Gaelic. <laughs> and it was completely just off the cuff. Like, you could not be prepared for anything like that to happen. It was easily one of the funniest, quickest, wittest thing she's ever Ever. Said. Yeah. Okay, so the other 
And uh, the other very funny part of that trip, in fact, this might be the funniest thing that's ever happened to us, aside from Bodnar. <laughs> Bodnar. We were at, can't remember the name of the place, it's closed now. It had a sign on the door that said, like, it was established in, like, 16-something. Yeah. 14-something. Like, it was ancient. And I don't know what happened, but it's boarded up now. It's closed. It was right on. It was right off Temple Bar, but it was, like, on Dame Street. It was on the main drag. Yeah, it was on Dame Street. Or the door was kind of halfway on Dame and halfway on... Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we go in there, and I remember it being pretty early in the day. And... We're in this pub drinking, and as you do, at 10 in the morning in Dublin. <laughs> and uh, Amanda gets up to go to the bathroom. And when she did, her breeze kind of brought in the stench of the man that was sitting behind me. And he smelled pretty smelly. And I said to Jenny, man kind of smells. And Jenny <laughs> says... Oh God! What should we do about this? And I'm like, I was so worried. I didn't know what to do. I was like, Oh my God! Do we say something? Right. I'm like, we don't. We can't say anything. Like, how can we say something? Like, you don't just say something. She's like, No, we we have to say something. We need we need to be good friends. We need to say something for quite a while until one of us finally said, What the hell are you talking about? And then I said, what I said was, that man kind of smells. And what Jenny heard was, Manda kind of (laughs) smells. So we die. Dead. Die. Die. Poor Manda comes upstairs and it's a good 30 minutes or more before we could stop laughing and crying to tell her but she said she was like yeah i know this is going to be good whenever you guys can tell me <laughs> but i don't even no know what we were talking about for the longest time but anyway it's that's one of our big parts of our history that manda kind of smells so that was a misunderstanding but there was this other time that we we were like dressed up to go to dinner we might have been going to dinner at the clarence I think we were, and I just bought a dress and shoes that day, yeah. somewhere on the north side. I don't remember where it was, but we were shopping on the north side. Yeah, there's a lot of shopping right on the north side, right over, right yeah. over the Liffey. But we were just walking down the street, walking on the sidewalk towards the tea room for dinner, where I had my time-infused creme brulee with mango salad and sorbet, and there was this youngish-looking mom and she was pushing a pram with a baby in it. And then, or young, no, it wasn't a baby. It was like a toddler or something. Yeah. And there was a young boy with her, like, I don't know, was he six or seven, maybe? Tops. Tops. And he looked us up and down. This this small child. Small child. And like, with the biggest attitude, he's like, fuck me, lads. <laughs> We were like, oh my god, where are we? You just that got assaulted by a child. So then I probably got a sweatshirt with that said that. That said, feck me, lad. Yeah, it was really a weird situation. No, we were on our way to the Italian. 
no, that's two totally different nights. Another night we were on. We were both children being assaulted by children. Right. So another night we were going, we went to this Italian restaurant that was really, really good. And I think it was right across the street from the Manicana Smells. It was certainly in that area. Yeah. Yeah. It's also no longer there, but they had like, um, brick oven pizzas and stuff. I don't know. It was really good. And we were, you tell the story because it happened to you. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this story <laughs> on an international platform. I mean, I mean, there's not much to it. We were just sitting in the chair and there was like a really, really young family behind us, like parents with little kids. And apparently my underwear waistband was peeking out of my pants and that little toddler went and like pulled in my underwear up and gave me a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> This was on the same trip, and holy crap, who are these children? And I was like, (laughs) do stuff, but it was like, (laughs) fuck. That kid was way younger, too. Way, way younger, like completely excusable. Right, right. I also don't think we were the only people, it was not busy, and I think we were the only people in that restaurant that spoke English. I'm pretty sure we were, because the people that own the restaurant did not speak English. The waitstaff did not speak English. No. Um, so you kind of had a point at the menu, because I'm not sure they spoke Italian either. I feel like we had trouble ordering water. Yeah, it was... It a, was hot as, like, balls this, in there. This oh was also, God. like, I think that trip when we were there, which was, like, mid-September, it was one of the hottest summers Europe had had in like a hundred years or something yeah. since then they've had many summers like that but um this was like an 03 and people like i remember it being on the news that like pets were dying outside oh and stuff gosh, because yeah. they had never had weather like that before and also their air conditioning is not sufficient no it's not like what we're used to in yeah in heat like that and you go into yeah. a place with an open kitchen and you drink a lot and that's just miserable Right. I mean, but I don't remember what, what we had, but the, I do remember the food was amazing. Yeah, I had something with broccoli in it. I just remember that. Yeah, so, okay, let's talk about Temple Bar. Okay, what about Temple Bar? The Temple Bar. Temple Bar. Bar. Yeah. The Bar. Temple Bar. We learned about baby Guinnesses in Temple Bar. We did. Which and we've had many, many a baby Guinness in there since. So if you don't know what a baby Guinness is, it's... And we... I think it was suggested to us by the bartender. We didn't know what it was. It's a shot and it's Kahlua topped with Bailey. So it looks like a Guinness, like the dark with a light head. We did a lot of those. A lot. A lot. They are heaven in a shot glass. They are. Absolutely. I cannot, I couldn't even venture a guess on how many of those I've had to drink in Ireland. No, me neither. But then at one point I went to go to the bathroom, which you have to like go through another room and downstairs and blah, 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 blah. And I guess I was gone for a while. You all said you got a little worried. I don't know how this happened, but I ended up talking to some people in the other room and someone ended up lifting me up and carrying me around the room. Like, <laughs> like, We're like, there's Jenny. <laughs> I don't know. It, and I don't think it actually lasted that long. But then I went to the bathroom and came back. I'm like, where were you? I was like, I guess I was making friends. Yeah, I think you were. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we should mention is the best thing to do, if anyone's asking, the best thing to do in Dublin 
is to bar hop and search for the best Irish coffee in yes. the land, which yeah. we've now decided is at a restaurant called Queen of Tarts. Yes. Well, we just started this adventure on our last trip, and we, so we had a few. We have yeah. a lot more work to do. We do have a lot more work, lot but more that research. was definitely the best one we had. The one at, at Bewley's, we went to Bewley's, which is a, a coffee place restaurant, and they made you make your own, and it didn't come out very well. It was like, well, she did mine to show us what to do, but they bring it out with the hot coffee and the cold cream and some little coffee beans, and you're supposed to pour it yourself. And it was a very pretty presentation. It was a beautiful this nice presentation. little like wooden like kind of cutting board type of thing with it was very pretty, but it was not I didn't like I, I didn't like it. I mean no. I liked it. It was there's nothing to write home about. Like the Queen of Tarts one was just so good. Stellar. So good. So we're our goal next time will be to find one better. Better than Queen of Tarts. Another yeah. thing that is great to do in Dublin is to pub hop to find the best soup and bread. And brown bread, yeah. Brown bread. I mean, like, oh my God, the amazing soups. I've had. I have a whole page. I will post my page of soups of Ireland. Um, yes. Sometime soon. But, oh my God, there is nothing better. And it's like a cream soup. And I don't know that right. there's cream in it, but at least it's pureed vegetables right. and it's smooth. There's not like chunks of anything in it. Oh, it's amazing. And then the yeah. brown bread with some butter. So good. The bread, when we went to our destination that was south. Oh, that place down south of the city. It they bread had was like, it was bricks. It was like eating a brick. And I mean, it, was it tasted so, good. It was great. And it wasn't it was hard. Heavy. It was just really dense. Yeah. Like, I don't think that would have gone over very well on with Mary and Paul Hollywood on the great British baking show. They oh, would okay. not have, they would not have liked that bread one bit. It was definitely a different style. Yeah. Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. Jeremy, for some reason, calls him Johnny Hollywood or Jimmy Hollywood or something. <laughs> but it actually is Paul Hollywood, anyway. You, but that, you guys are in the UK listening. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It is not a show that I have watched. It is really, really good. I'm, like, many seasons behind. Okay. Another thing to do is to eat fish and chips. Yes. There's really yeah. only one place to go. You can shop around, but you only need to go to Leo Burdock's. Yes. The original one is on, it's, it's all takeaway, so it's all to go. And the original one is on this little side street that I can never remember the name, but it's right across from Christ Church Cathedral. So you can go there, but there's also one in Temple Bar, which is, which is much bigger, and you can walk in more easily. They may even have some seats in there, but it is the best fish and chips. I don't eat fish, but had. those chips are freaking amazing. I would eat them. If I lived near those, I would weigh like 550 pounds. So good. Okay, so, oh, we don't have this on the list, but let me, uh, they have some weird signs in Dublin. 
I was going to say that's one of my other favorite things to do is to shop around for funny signs. Weird, weird, super weird signs. One is on the docks of like a car driving off the dock into water. Like, don't, don't drive into the Liffey. Yeah. And then we were on the dart and there was a, a sign about children putting their feet on seats or something yeah. there's like really specifically children like adults that's fine yeah but children funny. don't put your <laughs> your feet on the seats and then we were south of yeah further south and there was what did that sign say something about <laughs> it's, it's don't get dog poop in your eyes <laughs> causes blindness <laughs> but i mean why is <laughs> <laughs> Why this is that necessary? Because it, was, it has happened. We know this. I mean, and not just once. It must have been a common occurrence in, in that spot that people put dog poop in their eyes. There's, it's this big red sign, and the top of it says, bin your poo. Bin your poo. Throw your poo away. There's this kind of really tragically hand-drawn person it's like a head with no arms really sad face and with little dog poo eyes (laughs) (laughs) and it says toxo toxocara toxocara i'm gonna say from dog dirt can blind children just children just children (laughs) so i asked a friend of mine who is Irish born and she grew up in Ireland, lived there into her adult years. She's here now. I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, I don't I don't even know what to tell you. But her husband's a doctor. Well, she was a nurse in Ireland. And her husband, who's a doctor here, was also obviously also a doctor there. She asked him about it and he's like, Oh, that's actually a thing. Not that boo, but that 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 whatever that toxocara, it does cause blindness. Like you don't want this. Right. It's like pregnant women shouldn't change the cat box. Because of toxoplasmosis. Something, yeah. So it's like that, but if this is just so specific. <laughs> Dog dirt can blind children. Yeah. And so, this is blue eyes. <laughs> we'll have to obviously post all of these pictures. We'll obviously post a picture of that. It's like nothing I've ever seen. No. I feel like I have a series of photos from street signs and this and that that are just crack me up we'll have to look through our stuff so another weird funny thing just a really quick story so on that trip we took a little Funko pop ron swanson from parks and recreation he kind of just went on the trip with us ron swanson yeah and we were near that sign for the dog poop and we went to a bar that's that was near there <laughs> i i walk out so we walk outside and i'm like oh my god where's ron swanson <laughs> and firstly the guys next to us were like, they're outside smoking yeah and they're like i think what you heard in an, in irish accents they said i think what you heard me say was give me some bacon and eggs <laughs> But what I meant was, give me all the bacon and eggs, which is a Ron Swanson line from. Yes. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> like, what? without missing a beat, these guys said that. And so then Jenny runs back inside, <laughs> looking for Ron Swanson. And, and there were like, two people sitting in our seats. And I said, 
Have you seen a little man sitting on the bar? And they looked at me like I had three heads. You're like, no. If you saw it, you know I was talking about. So obviously you haven't. And by this time, I found it in my pocket or my purse or something. Yeah, you ended up finding it. But that was... Oh my God, I forgot about that. Encounter. Yeah. Okay, so we have visited uh, Kilmainham Jail. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Kilmainham was the site of a YouTube video. Yes, for a celebration. Yeah. It's a really cool jail. It's really, really cool. It's very historic. The plotters of the Easter Rising. Um, Yeah. A lot of them were jailed there, including Michael Collins and De Valera and Pierce. Um, I also, though, remember, we were in there with Amanda. The three of us were in there, and there was, like, this movie that scared the crap out of me. I just made (laughs) me feel like there were ghosts around. I made me crazy-ass shit about Really nervous, and Jenny got up and went to the bathroom and it seemed like she was gone oh really, no really long time and i mean it maybe was because the bathroom was far away yeah. i don't know or she had a poop i think it was i think it was out by like the gift shop or whatever yeah. like i so i'm not gonna i didn't do a bathroom so i remember that yeah I and, so bad. but we were like oh crap where's jenny for the second time on that trip <laughs> we're like jenny's <laughs> gone both times going to the bathroom yeah maybe the ghost got her i don't know but i was like really starting to worry about that anyway go that jail is amazing and if i don't really believe in uh ghosts but if there were ghosts they would be there i kind of do now believe in ghosts i didn't for a really long time but anyway that's where they would be if they exist okay so when we went in uh 03 jenny you had a wedding to go to i did i had to leave town for a wedding and uh amanda and i were also i don't think amanda and i had ever spent any one-on-one time together at that point because i'd only known her for two years yeah we had a really interesting adventure we just kind of did interesting things but we saw a play at the gaiety theater which was amazing it was called like stones in his pocket or something it took place in whatever the little town is where they made the john wayne movie the something man i don't know there was a john wayne movie made in ireland and it was about in that time it was set in that time it was really amazing also we were really sick i don't know what happened we got we're sick we had some we got some for the first time we got a respiratory thing together and we were sitting up in the balcony like gross naughty and anything still and we still i've never been in there i've never seen anything there it's beautiful really really beautiful if you get there definitely buley's is a a great place to go for coffee i one time burned the crap out of my mouth there it was the hottest coffee i've ever had in my yeah nice baked goods yeah i i like it i just feel like there's something really great about that place I always get my grandmother Irish breakfast tea there as well. They're oh, nice. Buley's brand. Yeah. Um, that's on Grafton Street. I don't know. There's just something about Dublin that you can't replicate 
anywhere else. It's just there's just the vibe. I don't know. That's I feel like such a cop out to use that word, but it's just everything there to me is just like happiness and. I mean, and partially it's just because I have great memories and everything, but it's just my favorite place in the whole entire world, hands down. Yeah, pretty easily. And I just love, so when we went in November of 2018, like you've seen a play there. I've seen Van Morrison and Gavin Friday. I actually saw Sting at the point when I was there in 96. We had never seen, we'd never gone. No. And, and, it actually was, and it actually was something that I said I wasn't going to do. One For yeah. one reason, I just figured I had to put boundaries on my touring life and yes. I could not leave the country. Well, then I accidentally left the country three times to go to Canada to Canada. see you too. And then we said I'm like, I wouldn't leave the continent. I'm not, then I amended it. I'm not leaving the continent. And then yeah. they announced two shows, the first two shows in Dublin. And the second one was on my birthday. And I'm like, yes. and it Jenny was milestone like, milestone birthday. It was a big birthday and a big half milestone birthday. Yes. But we had talked about it like a year or two before that Jenny said that she felt like when her kids were 10 years old, not 10, but when they were whatever. in high school. They were older than in she like felt five like. five more years. Yeah. yeah, then she could do that. And that was like a year before we went. And then they announced the dates and Jenny was like, there's a 1% chance I might be able to go. And then a couple days later, it was like 5%. And then she comes to visit me in Newport News. And I kept joking about it. And I'm like, Jenny, I have an idea. <laughs> and Jenny's husband was like, why don't you go? And she's like, okay. <laughs> okay. And I sat at your parents' computer and booked flights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it went down right then. Like, seriously. Like, that when you came to anything. my house, when you came to my house that night, there was, like, no chance of that happening. And by the end no. of that night, we had a friggin' lights. trip planned. Not yeah. a concert ticket in sight. But... No, not a concert ticket. We just, that, we just went on hope and faith and skill and love. <laughs> <laughs> mostly skill mostly um, skill but but anyway we, so neither of us saw this happening anytime soon like if you had asked me at the beginning of that tour i would have laughed in your face um, oh yeah but yeah, i would have lost a lot of money needless to say there's nothing better than seeing you two in dublin nothing like nothing. if you've not seen them play in dublin i'm sorry but you gotta bucket list that stuff you you gotta bonus that shit right now because it's i mean it's It's, just there's there's nothing nothing like like it it. their happiness and the crowd and and i did feel a little bad about being there and being a foreigner for about 10 seconds because i'm like i don't but like this is their hometown show they should be playing it to their hometown people where then like it was like really only like 10 percent of the people there anyway were from the Cause it's like you know YouTube Mecca. Luckily, they played like six shows there or something. They played a lot. Four, four shows. But still, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And those were supposed to be the last dates of the tour, except that Bono's voice went out when he was in Berlin. So they ended up ending the tour there, which had happened for yeah. as well. But because of the terrorist attack 
and France and Paris right. that they were supposed to end the, the tour in Dublin and they ended up going and, back to Paris. In yeah. Paris. So I was going to say about being there for the shows, this was your fourth time there, my eighth time there, and we really just enjoyed the city. I ran errands, like just walked to places. Like I needed something. I just went to my favorite shop or my favorite restaurant and just went and did things. And it was just so nice to just be in Dublin city. I mean, other than the shows and stuff, it's like just not a worry in the world and just live. Yeah, we, we really had like, it was just like, li- yeah, it was living. We went to the synagogue. We, we um, did, yeah. We did nothing touristy at all no. we met friends for drinks we waited in line a lot but it was just really it was a different kind of trip than i've ever had there before right i'm hoping it's like every trip going forward yeah unless we have someone new with us who we can take to some fun site there's some yeah. sites you need to go see there are i have a I have a lot that i need to yeah. see actually that i will gladly take you to and i would also like to be there long i mean like with the shows you really couldn't go that far because we have the shows but like i would like on my third trip we went we took a train tour out to the west part of the country and that was amazing i would like to do more things like that but i'm aware that that's not really the most practical thing in the world to do when it when you're there for shows right Um, Unless, but, but next know. time we'll go for five or six days without shows, and we'll we'll do a few half day trips, and it'll be lovely. And we won't let those silly boys. Uh... <laughs> no, and there's lots of fun stuff there. You you know, there's apparently going to be the new YouTube Visitor Center, like a museum. Hopefully, that's happening. You used to be able to go to Windmill Lane and right on the walls. You can't do that anymore. Obviously, there are private taxi tours that will take you like drive past Mount Temple Comprehensive School and 10 Cedarwood Road. I've never done any of that, which I don't really feel like I need to. I did a really long time ago and it was fun to do it. It's was just fine. Apparently, there's talk about knocking down the school and building a new building. Oh, I hope they have some nice donors for that. (laughs) Right. I really want I'm hoping that the visitor center happens and we can go to a little youtube museum there yeah so we went to the little museum the dublin the little museum of dublin is the bestest cutest little museum ever ever yeah people really were you know there was definitely youtube fever in dublin when when we were there i mean when i i've never been there during youtube fever no me neither and I, I have been told that the city is very exciting when they're there. Yeah. When I was on the plane, there were, I looked around and there were like pink Adam stickers on everything. <laughs> it was like everyone who had an iPad had a pink Adam sticker. Every bag, every everywhere you went. And there was a guy that was sitting across the aisle from me, and I showed him my pink Adam sticker on my iPad because <laughs> I saw his. But then we saw them later at a bar or something. I'm like, hey, you were on my plane. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't remember it's where we were. the Octagon Bar. <gasps> it was at the Octagon Bar. And I'm like, that was, oh, yeah. we were. Re- I was really drunk because we all <laughs> hugged each other. That was post-Fluffy Ducks. Yeah, yeah. 
I saw them, but how crazy was that? Like so crazy. And that was like our last night there, I think, too. I think it was. And I had, um, and I think they were staying for a while. Yeah. Uh, they weren't staying in the hotel. I know that for sure. We would have seen me, them. Yeah. Well, they told me where they were staying, but I don't remember where it was. But that was crazy. You know, for being a pretty major city in the world, it's still just a little hometown. It sure is. I love it. I cannot wait. Like uh, every day I say it, I cannot wait for my next trip. And I've said it every single day since like, I don't know, December 27th of <laughs> 1996. 19- you know, I can't wait for my next trip. Well, and I, I mean, average I'm every going five years, there, so. Yeah, I'm going there instead of going to plenty of other countries but like i'm happy with going back to the same place over and over again i really enjoy just being there yeah it's my happy place would you ever want to be there on saint patrick's day hell no i will say like during the day i'm told that during the day it's family and church and stuff it is not the full day celebration like we have it here wasn't like saint patrick's day like the day that we know of wasn't that like invented in new york oh maybe i don't know the history behind that but yeah i know it's not like green beer and that's drinking all morning and native to ireland yeah yeah i have a friend that went a couple years ago on uh saint patrick's day i i know she had a wonderful time but i don't think we've talked in great detail about actual saint patrick interesting well maybe it would be nice and maybe it would be fun I don't think I want to go there. We would just not want to be a tourist area. We want to be... Yeah, out somewhere far away from Dublin. But I also don't want to be in New York or Boston on St. Patrick's Day either. Oh, thank you. I like my little hometown where I can walk to the end of my street. Yep. Where they start advertising two months ahead. (laughs) Right. And I'm good with that St. Patrick's Day. Sounds good. Well, why don't you all hit us up and tell us what your favorite St. Patrick's Day traditions are? I'm going to vote this year on St. Patrick's Day. Exercise your vote. I'm going to exercise my patriotic liberty. This is also the 100th anniversary of women getting the right to vote this year. Which is crazy when you think about... I mean, my grandmother is 93 years old. Yeah, crazy. Very crazy. Well, hit us up with your favorite Dublin stories, favorite places to visit... If you've had funny stuff with the band, favorite... Anything you can think of. St. Patrick's Day stories. If you hear about it, come on over to Instagram or Twitter. Tell us your Irish lineage. I have 0% of that. I have 1%, according to Ancestry.com. Yeah. I've got 0%, which was not a surprise whatsoever. Yeah. But kind of like I have blue eyes from two brown-eyed parents. Like that recessive gene is so up. Someone once told me once that... Like, your lineage can be like that, too. Like, just because it's a small percentage of you that shows up in the blood work doesn't mean it's not, like, a recessive gene that dominates. Oh, absolutely. Like, my mom has red hair. No one in her family has had red hair, like, ever. Right. So, I take my little bit of Irishness with pride. And I just, when I'm there, it feels like home. I feel like that's what matters. Home away from home. We, We make our own home. Home is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. Yeah. Oh my God. When are we going back? Well, it's been a year and a half. If I average every five years, then it's not too far away. I'm anxious. Also, I, I really would like to think that we will not miss an entire tour there ever again. 
I can't imagine. I mean, there would have to be something that makes it impossible to get there. Right. To miss a show there, for sure. One a more somber note for all of you that have had music plans recently canceled. God bless you, because we've been there. We've had our tours canceled before yeah. and postponed. Not for anything this scary. Everyone be but, safe. Stay yes, healthy. Yes, be safe. Wash your hands. Oh, wash your hands to... I posted it on Twitter today. Okay, never mind then. So I looked it up for With or Without You, and it's from the beginning to the end of the first chorus, not the second chorus. Not the the third, but the the second, which comes after the first. Yeah, (laughs) whatever. Sing it until you get right after the first chorus. You can also sing to one, and if you start the words, and when you get to, well, it's too late tonight yeah. then you can stop yeah two minutes people 20 sec two minutes two 20 seconds people that's two minutes is how long you're supposed to brush your brush teeth, your teeth. <laughs> which is the length of hit the road jack by ray charles come back no more no more no more no more and okay. if you have if you have a iphone or an amazon device yes in the bathroom like i do that helps a lot it helps so much. Yeah. Awesome. You can also say... Set timer. Set timer for two minutes or 20 <laughs> seconds or whatever. But it's more fun to have the music. Yeah, definitely. Yes, everyone, stay safe. Stay home if you can. Yep. And then yeah. while you're staying at home away from crowded groups, go to thegardentarts.com and sign up for our newsletter. You should do that and submit any questions you have to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, your platform of choice. Yep, we're easy to find. Well, let's say goodnight on this St. Patrick's Day 2020. And I'm like almost sober. Yeah, me too. Can you believe it? Despite all this Jameson. It's a Tuesday, though. And we gotta like get up and go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Get kids out of the house and all those things. Epic. If we're still, if everything's still open in a week. Exactly. So, well, good night, everyone. We hope you're safe and we will see you next time. Next time. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Bye. Luck luck of the Irish to you. Luck of the Irish to you. Bye. Bye. Hey there, listeners. If you're a YouTube fan, you are more than likely aware of the work that Bono has done and continues to do in Africa. It's amazing work, and the exciting thing is you can get involved too. There are two simple ways. One, go to one.org and sign up to fight against extreme poverty. Two, visit red.org to shop. What? Shopping helps? It sure does. By purchasing red branded products, you are contributing to the Global Fund, which supports HIV AIDS grants in many African countries. As your man says, where you live should not decide whether you live or whether you die. So head on over to one.org and red.org to join the Garden Tarts in doing our part to end AIDS. Also, we love hearing from people and chatting with people, and of course, we love talking to you too. So you can drop us a line on Instagram or Twitter at the underscore garden tarts, 
or you can even email us at wearethegardentarts at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. If you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you would share it with your other YouTube loving friends, as well as leave a review for us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. We would really, really love that. May your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Until next time, cheers.